Hello, everybody, and welcome to Eavesdropping, a Killing Eve podcast. This one is going to be looking back on season two of Killing Eve. I'm the host, Mike Marbach, and we're going to introduce ourselves going around to the right. Whitney Rumble. And Tia. Kelly Conrad. Yeah, we are here. We are sans Andrew. We are sans Aww. Drew uh, on this one. Um, I didn't do a, a great job of communicating uh how that would happen. So that's on me. Uh, I also think that, that he, he would a, leave, you mean? That he would have to call in. Oh, sure, sure, yeah. sure. So we may have Andrew on uh, our next episode, one of our upcoming episodes, where he phones in. Mm. All right. Uh, so we're going to go through some uh, reviews that we got. Uh, we'll, you know, just our normal bits of business. We love a review. Yes. And this will be a kind of free-flowing discussion on some thoughts on the second season, some things that... It's been three months or so. Anything that's on your mind, uh, and we'll just kind of chat about it. All right. Uh, so we got a review from uh, the real No Ho Hank. Love the name. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> love this podcast. They do a great recap of the show and are also very entertaining and hilarious. Uh, plus, they're from Philly, so that's cool. Feels <laughs> like I'm having a great conversation with friends about the show. Definitely recommend. Aww. Yeah, Wait, do we nice. think he's from Philly, or that's he just is wondering. like, or he just is a he's fan? Like, Philly seems cool. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm. I'm wondering that myself. I don't know. Uh, so the real no ho Hank, uh, email us eavesdropping at watercooler.com and let us know uh, where you are from. All right, and we got one from. I'm gonna guess Bryn Mawr. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so we got Bryn Mawr. Tia, where are you guessing? Wilmington. Okay. Ooh. That's in Delaware? Well, it, I'm, you know what? I'm going to throw out both Wilmingtons, North Carolina or Delaware. Ooh. Whoa! Okay. Either one. Okay. Um, I'm going to go... Oh, I'm super Ooh, familiar with this area. Could be from Philadelphia, but Philadelphia, Mississippi. Oh. Ooh. Um, <laughs> I'm going to... Ooh, I'm going to go... I'm going to go uh, New Jersey. Um, okay, we are... <laughs> a very small, specific place. We got two cities over here, and you're just picking... No, whole Jersey <laughs> is so close! But it's the entire state! Yeah, but don't people from New Jersey love Philly? Right. I'm gonna say uh, Glenside. Sweet. Okay. Alright. Uh, we got one from uh, Flossgrits. Flossgrits. Ooh, also a good name. Uh, who says, funny! Uh, <laughs> keep going, guys. I love listening to you. Uh, wow. Short, to the point, very nice, thank you. All right. Funny. Uh, and something we have not done, mm -hmm. we haven't done the, uh, we haven't done this before, uh, what's going to happen is I'm going to tell you some overall locations, our top, uh, where our top, our listeners are from. Okay. Uh, Ooh, I in, love this. In ranking order. Yeah. So we'll start with some uh -huh. countries slash continents, uh, and then we'll move down to cities, which I thought was pretty interesting. So we'll okay. see. Uh, interesting for me. Uh, so, number one location, country, United States. Of course. Yeah, not, of course. Not, not surprised. Uh, followed by United Kingdom. Not surprised. All right. Australia. That's Ooh. a shocker. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I mean, I have to say, I've been loving some Australian TV lately, so... Uh, Wentworth, are you caught up? No, I am watching... Although that's New Zealand. Um, I'm watching... Um, I just got caught up on Yummy Mummies um, <laughs> and Instant Hotel, so <laughs> really good stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Australia, followed by Canada. Huh. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Kind of lower on the list, Canada. Step it up. Yeah. <laughs> followed by China. Okay. Makes Brazil. Sense. Okay. Oh, yes. That's a shocker. And the Philippines. <gasps> Sweet. Ooh, Philippines is surprising, because China, uh, very big. 
Yeah. Brazil, very big. So, like, odds are pretty good. But the Philippines? Yeah. yeah. Wait, do we think I'm having some <laughs> pull in the Philippines? <laughs> it's quite possible. Shout out to, I would like to say to any um, Filipino listeners, Mabuti. Nice. Ooh, yes. Nice. That's Tagalog. Um, Tagalog. Like, fine Tagalog. or good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What does it mean? Like, fine or good. I okay. Think. Like, oh, okay, cool. Um, my booty. My booty. Mm-hmm. So, my booty. <laughs> yeah, um, it also could just be like one of my relatives listening a lot. <laughs> just we're, on repeat. We're thankful yeah. for that. Uh, and as far we as are. cities go, uh, we have Brooklyn. Hey. In hey. New York. Yeah. Uh, followed by New York City. <gasps> Heard of it. L.A. Also know it. Bremerton, <laughs> Washington. That's for my family. <laughs> Wait, oh god, they're listening. <laughs> I have family there. Oh, this uh, makes me sad because I'm I'm guessing my family's cities are not gonna be on. Well, here's the deal. This is in number of downloads, and we are nearing we actually are we're we're kissing twenty-five thousand. Uh, so if it's your family, they are either listening a lot. Uh, they really or love they are life. just out there on street corners like <laughs> hey, listen to this podcast. <laughs> hey, listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Handing out cards and shit because the numbers are pretty high. That's also that's literally the area my family is from. Okay. So I and we but we don't talk about it. So I don't know if they really listen to the podcast. If so, that's just a really bizarre coincidence. Yeah. yeah. Do you think uh, it's like their go-to if they like are meeting with friends that they're like, you have to hear what Kelly's doing? Um, mm. my parents don't really have friends. <laughs> oh. And I think I think they have a lot of family there. So maybe like they're telling family. Um, they're new to the area. They like their neighbors. <laughs> they get along with their neighbors. I don't want my parents to sound like losers. They could have friends. They're like, probably listening. They sound delightful. <laughs> no, no, no. Mom, Dad, this is Kelly. The <laughs> city of Bremerton is now going to turn on your no. family. No. <laughs> no, they're lovely people. They're very fun. And they need some friends. They, they, they do. I think they could use some friends, but they're also just like homebodies and they like to just chill out. Sure, and listen to podcasts. <laughs> and over listen over. to podcasts alone. <laughs> Uh, interesting. Awesome. If, if, if they're listening, I don't know about it because we don't talk about it. I talk to my parents like <laughs> once a week. So uh, this might be uh, do we we don't get money like per like it's not like Spotify where like per streams you like can get money like no this podcast <laughs> only costs money. Oh, okay, because that's me. like I was thinking maybe because I remember some friends in a band were like. Yeah, if you ever, like, remember, could you just play our album? You can just turn it on silent and just, like, let it cycle through. Because yeah. they get paid. Because they get paid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need to find it's that It's a very system. small amount, but it's yeah. still, like, yeah. yeah. It's more than people do I'm it. getting right now. For sure. For sure. Uh, so following uh, Hot on the Heels of Bremerton is Chicago. Mm. Oh, hey, yeah. Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Alden. Uh, Washington was actually up there a couple times because Seattle was also on this uh, mm. on this list. Uh, followed by London, oh, London, London, and London. Melbourne. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, the U.S., uh, U.K. Yeah, so there's, there's that. That is interesting, isn't it? All right. Uh, and we have Color 11. Me interested. Yeah. We have 11 of those 25,000 uh, listeners. Uh, we have 11 in Africa. Oh, praise. 11 oh, of nice. them are on in, are in Africa. So that, oh. yeah, it's just. Does it seem where, where in Africa they are? Like West, shows you a map, West right? side. I could probably side. drill down and find out the cities. Cool. Uh, but I didn't. Yeah. Shout out to Senegal. I might go there. Yeah. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah. Uh, where? Dakar? Yes. Dakar? Oh, no. Dakar. Because yeah. when I, uh, ge- geography is one of my 
one of my strong points, uh, especially pre-Soviet Union breakup, because that's when I learned <laughs> geography. Uh, but I remember learning world capitals and shit like that. Nice. Um, Where's the Ukraine? Where is it? <laughs> Tell uh, me where the Ukraine is. It's geographically. Uh, Use your words. Only words. Mm. Europe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like Middle-ish Eastern Europe. I'm not great at it. Oh man, I'm I'm not convinced. And they don't like when you say the Ukraine either. Ooh. Um, which I don't think you did. Oh. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> but that's good to know. Yeah. Okay. Take out those articles. All right. Uh, Where is Bella? <laughs> we talked uh, before this podcast said that this will be pretty quick. We'll be in and out. Yep. Uh, and we've already probably talked longer, and we still have more to go, bits of business, uh, before we even get to talking about the show. Uh, and this will probably last longer than the actual show talk. So, sorry, everybody. Sorry to take up more time by talking about how we're taking up more time. <laughs> You're welcome. What yeah. if people are enjoying this? Uh, it's yeah. possible. Someone just found Ukraine on a map. <laughs> they're like yeah. where is Ukraine if you are in any of those locations let us know Yeah, we, want, we love uh, hearing from people because we do read the emails and it gives us more things to talk about alright we're dying uh, for more content <laughs> actually it's been a while since we've given away a shirt <gasps> shirt time so let's count we're going to count the people that have reviewed that we talked about today cool. the people that reviewed that we talked about in the last podcast uh, and if you rate and review us on iTunes uh, let's say by our next episode, which is TBA, uh, mm-hmm. we will, uh, it's, it's going to be at least a month from now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so sometime over the next month, the 45 days, make sure that you, uh, rate and review us and you'll be entered to win a pretty cool Killing Eve shirt. Yay. So there's that. Uh, and Whitney had brought up earlier, uh, do we have any system whereby we make money from this? We do. But we make next to nothing. So if you want to help that process, go to patreon.com slash watercooler. Uh, You can subscribe uh, for a dollar, as little as a dollar a month. Uh, But if your wallet allows and you really enjoy us talking about uh, cities and countries (laughs) and and doing a podcast later on. Mabuti. Yeah, Mabuti. Then please, by all means, uh, throw throw us a few bucks. Yeah. Uh, because it's not just this podcast. There's also Can Peaches, a Deadwood podcast that we do, Stargrave and Mad, a Game of Thrones podcast, and we're going to be doing uh, a few others uh, as the uh, fall uh, comes around. Yes. Uh, other TV shows and some other stuff that should be pretty fun. So that's patreon.com slash watercooler. All right. With all of that out of the way, uh, yes. what were we here to do? <laughs> oh, yeah. Talk about Killing Eve. Yes. Yeah. Season two. So uh, ready. So... It's going to be pretty broad. Okay. I just want to ask, three months removed from the show, how do you feel? Mm. I'm raising my hand to you, listeners. <laughs> I am, well, a couple things. It's been really great hearing about and meeting people who are just now starting to watch the show. Mm. Um, so I've noticed that there's more people. Like, I just started watching, like, after the season two finale. Like, now they're just starting to get yeah. caught up. Um, on Killing Eve, so they're going to be binge-watching season one and season two, so it's good to hear their reactions and then, like, relive it. Mm -hmm. Um, But how I am feeling personally is I'm really just frustrated at Eve, and I think more and more I'm feeling like I don't... I actually believe more of Villanelle's character than I believe Eve's character. Um, 
like it's she's just becoming more and more unrealistic to me in a lot of her behaviors and decisions um in her arrogance especially <laughs> just kind of you know being fired but then being taken on by carolyn who's supposed to be like amazing and like at the top of her field and still having like these expectations like what are you doing and how come i wasn't notified of this and um and still breaking all these rules and still expecting to not have consequences mm-hmm. and then all the back and forth with Bill now how she treated nico Woo! i'm still nico's a good man yeah he does not did not deserve that uh so i don't know i think i'm just i'm, I'm disliking eve more but um, feeling more sympathy towards Villanelle's character. Yeah. So. so do you hope Eve is actually dead? Well, she won't be, because it's Sandra O. Oh. I know. And the name of the show is Killer Eve. And there's a season three. And there's a season three. <laughs> there's a season three already in production. Um, I meant to mention this in the bits of business. Mm-hmm. Um, so hang on to your thoughts, T. I'm sorry to, to, to jump in there. But uh, the show has gotten multiple Emmy nominations. Yes. Mm-hmm. So... That's pretty great. Uh, so in addition to it's killing Eve, she's not going to die, the show is doing very critically well. very, yes. very well. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. She, I think I'm okay with Eve surviving, of course, because she is. So it doesn't really matter. Whether or not. But um, I hope she just becomes a little bit more grounded and makes some solid decisions either one way or the other. But uh, yeah, I'm just kind of like, ugh, Eve. Ugh. I'm feeling more like, <laughs> ugh, about her as time goes on. Um Anyone else? Yeah. Um, I don't have so many thoughts about, like, um, what actually happened in the show versus uh, kind of the show as a whole, um, kind of just where it went, the writing, how it ended, things like that. (laughs) I guess which is just the show itself, right? (laughs) Um, I don't know. I honestly... What kind of bums me out that I was thinking about just as I've um, been sitting here is I haven't really thought about the show since it ended. Like, it didn't really... It was not nearly as good as season one, and season mm-hmm. one obviously, like, really set the bar super, mm-hmm. super high. Sure. Um, and I think a huge reason, obviously, there was a season two, because there didn't have to be, but there was because the show did so well. Um, but I honestly... It just didn't really leave me with any sort of lasting effect, which kind of sucks like I almost feel slightly indifferent to season two which is a bummer like I'd rather have hated it right Mm. that's like a stronger reaction so I think the way it ended was so dumb like how it literally mirrored the finale of season one I thought that was stupid I thought there was like um I don't know just some I don't know I just it, it, it just felt very scattered which we talked about throughout the throughout the podcast obviously with Phoebe Wallerbridge not being there the writing obviously I think lacked a little it just it just seemed very forced just purely based on its critical success mm-hmm. so that was like kind of bummer. but I freaking love Sandra Oh Jodie Comer's amazing I mean the cast in general is just so good but yeah it really didn't it didn't Im- not that I'm one to be impressed but I was just <laughs> not like I'm just like oh okay it happened cool did you um when season one ended was that something you kept thinking about or was it the same where it's like oh that was a really good show on to other things so when season one ended I was like oh shit like super cool and I was looking forward to season two I you know because obviously it ended with that cliffhanger but I she's cool 
she's gone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I so I, I loved season one. And I was also just like I was like pretty smitten with it. Like mm-hmm. I loved I loved it so much that it definitely it like lingered on kind of like a crush. Yeah. <laughs> um but then season two I was just like, oh it got us boy doing bye. This. Huh? It got us doing this. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so those are kind of my lingering thoughts or lack thereof. But I am I'm interested, you know, obviously to see what happens in season three. Like, I really don't know what they're going to focus on. I'm also bummed that Nico got really no any sort of tie up after season two. They really just left him high and dry. Mm-hmm. It just like, I don't know. It felt like they were just rushed. Like, I don't know. But, but that's Is Nico still in the storage unit? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Season three will open up like 30 <laughs> seconds later of Nico in the storage unit. Because yeah. they love just like repeating those little motifs. Yeah. With yeah. Gemma's body. Just sitting there mm-hmm. that was one of the best parts of season two yeah. there were like so yeah don't get me wrong there were like awesome moments of season yeah. two and a couple like really awesome episodes like with um creepy doll guy julian, julian. um but as a whole you know it's just it yeah. doesn't leave me with the greatest feeling mm-hmm. whitney yeah i kind of am the same boat like again i kind of haven't thought about it and if someone's like it didn't get renewed i'd be like okay. oh checks out <laughs> yeah. yeah well i assume villanelle is just like off somewhere <laughs> Living a fabulous life, like Alaska, and Eve, <laughs> I don't know. It's like, wow, I really, really fucked stuff up. Yeah, uh, I really made a series of bad choices. Yeah, <laughs> like hopefully getting shot set her straight. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of just like, I don't know. I really do enjoy parts of season two. Like I love like Constantine and Villanelle <laughs> getting back together again, um, and some really fun stuff. But yeah, overall, I'm just like, okay. Uh, and that's where I'm at as well. Uh, Kelly kind of um, said it, and I mentioned it throughout the podcast too, is that it's it really is just almost outline, an outline of a season. Mm-hmm. And that's how I remember it. Whereas season one, as it was such a, um, like a total package. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this really does, really did feel more uh, moment-based rather than episode, even episode-based. Right. Like, with the exception of Julian. Julian. Uh, that episode was so well self-contained. Mm-hmm. Um, everything else is just kind of moment to moment. Which uh, I, oh, sorry, can I add one more thing? Yeah. I feel like there was characters that they made, started out being like, oh, I can't wait to learn more about this. This is like the ghost. Yeah. It was like, oh, this is going to be crazy once mm-hmm. we learn about the ghost, get more into that. <sniffs> Nothing. Um, they're like, okay, it's this woman. Take her to a random storage facility or like, Storage container. Yeah. Uh, and then that was the end of it. I was like, wait, seriously? That's it? Mm-hmm. And then uh, Raymond, I also think, like, we could have seen more of him or, like, more of him just, like, his story in the world. Right. They took the time to, like, establish them really, really well mm-hmm. um, and really, like, make the audience, I feel like, invest in them. But then that went nowhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, like, both of the way their stories ended were, like, kind of anticlimactic. Yeah. Uh, I definitely enjoyed the enjoyed the season. I just feel like there was too much. Yes. They tried to do too much. Uh, it mm-hmm. was um, uh, not enough butter scraped over too much bread. It's a quote Bill Will Baggins. Um, it was uh, yeah because they could almost have been seasons within themselves. Like when he was saying, like Raymond could have been an entire mm-hmm. like. Um, big bad of, of right. a season. Why were Aaron, there so many villains? Even down to the yeah. to the point that we brought up multiple times with uh, Aaron Peel, like them just throwing that in there that he he was a murderer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so oh, that was just so like a 
oh yeah, this will spice it up. It's like, <laughs> yeah. and then we're like, you know there was it? Right. right. Like, oh, another murderer? Like, I think, like you said, it's it's just so much more interesting if that was just a thing he did. Mm-hmm. Like, instead of right. justifying it with that, like, that same, like, like psychopath type thing. Like, mm-hmm. no, just let him be a weird freaking yeah. dude. Yeah. Right. Let him be a creeper. Do you think it's more like a... Um, the, the curse of the successful season one Ooh, type you're thing. You're calling this a sophomore jinx? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. You're putting words in my mouth. But, well, it's, uh, a, it's a saying. That, oh, is that a saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I want to say yes, but I don't know what that means. Okay, cool. Is that the sophomore, same as a sophomore slump? I guess, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. So, um, I like mine. The curse of a successful season one. And the impact. Yeah. It's a yeah. goosebumps. Longer. It's definitely a Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> yeah. show or movie. Yeah. And the curse of the pearl. Um, yeah, so season one, so good, so exciting. Everyone's like, wow, killing Sandra, Odie, to Phoebe, bruh. Super exciting. So then when season two comes along, it's like, we're so excited and this is so good. You know, oh, we have more money in the budget. What? Get this person. You're in the show. You're and in the, the role. Show. And they're just like, yes, right. Yes. You're yes. a villain. You're yes. a villain. Yes. Yeah. And so. Um, Ed yeah. Sheeran's going to be in an episode next <laughs> So Yeah. Ed, Ed Sheeran's there. Um, I think the also the beauty of season one was Eve and Villanelle continually like missing each other and never connecting. Mm -hmm. And then with season two, it's like they not only did they meet and hang out and go on car trips and have, you know, passive aggressive dinners where they were trying to kill each other. They partnered together. You know, they were like talking to each other with like earpieces and doing stakeouts. So they had they had like simulated sex. Right. There was Mm -hmm. so much that happened. And I think that was like the beauty of season one. Um and then kind of what you're saying too, just they didn't they didn't utilize the people who were there well. So Raymond, the ghost, um, Aaron Peel, yeah, all of that. It's just they kept throwing things in there. So but I am wondering if it's just because people just got so excited and it's like, let's just add all these new characters. Mm-hmm. Um But like yeah. and why they made us uh, all the other new people, I can't remember their names, that they worked with too, the pregnant lady, yeah. like yes, right. those people. We know yes. so little about her. Yes, yeah. Um Hugo, whatever. He, <laughs> he was like the most that we dove into, but it was just like, okay, this dude likes sex. Right. Okay. Right, um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like Hugo was fine, but he was not an interesting, like such an interesting character to invest so much time in. Yeah. And to get like so much screen time to. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially when like, like, like that shafted Kenny. Yeah. yeah that's Kenny. one of my biggest letdowns of this season mm-hmm. uh, was the uh, sad boy Kenny. Oh, I'd yeah. rather Kenny just have been gone versus right. passive aggressively yeah. involved. Mm-hmm. It just didn't, yeah, like why? It was like he is, he was, he was a totally different character. Like he had this, it seemed like he was developing and growing and then all For of a sudden, like no reason. Right. It's like what happened to cause that intense, that extreme shift. Right. It was just very, I didn't feel like it was deserved. And I think even though Kirby left, because that was another piece of it, it was that he, you know, they were kind of crushing on each other. But like, come on. Yeah, but then. I still don't think that justifies it. No, 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 not that it justifies it, but it's more like, it's, he still could have, I don't know, like, she she still could have been referenced. It's like, okay, this was too much for Kirby, but it's like, right. oh, I'm, I'm going to go out and meet with, you know, Elena later, see you, you know, smell you later, or whatever. Sure, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. That's weird. Now I'm like thinking. It's so funny, like, in the beginning, I was like, mm, yeah, what? And now I'm getting all heated again. <laughs> it's like, it's like this, these episodes yeah, I just, would just happened. Uh, <laughs> I would just point out, like, I think we all enjoyed the ride. 
right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So when I, I like yeah. hate watching this, this show <laughs> or, or anything, because I've done that. Uh, you can go and listen to the Strain podcast that we did, mm-hmm. Bloody Sunday. And that was, that was us. That was work. Uh, and it's a shame we didn't get paid for it um, because it really was showing up each week to watch this show that we didn't like because we committed to, to doing it. Um, but that became such a freaking such a fun podcast. Yeah. I was just talking to Joe Moore, who was on that podcast, uh, about it the other night, how, how fun it became. And we were critical of the show for sure. So uh, anybody that was a, like a, a new listener is going to think that all we're doing is bad talking, which is why I'm bringing this up here. So if you're listening to us for the first time, Go back and listen to some other stuff. We are, we are not a good first yeah. episode to listen to. Uh, for sure, we are critical of the show, but I think mm-hmm. that we are also very fair. Like when things are good, we applaud the hell out of it. Uh, same deal with uh, with the strain. When they did when they did well on that show, when they gave us like anything above an F, uh, <laughs> then D-minus. yeah, uh, we were. We were all for it. Yeah. Uh, not that the show is anywhere near that show, but I would just want to point out that. We, we all enjoyed the ride. We just are also very critical of uh, some choices, especially in comparison to season, season one. Yeah. For sure. And I, I also, just to add on to that, sorry, it's like, it's like you did such a good job of being like, we love the show. And I'm going to be like, but. Well, but here's uh, why I hate it. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, I really love Killing Eve. I love um, the women and the representation and Carolyn. And there's just a lot of powerful and empowering moments and things you can't see in other shows. But I also think we're not alone in our critique of season two, um, just across the board with like other Killing Eve fans. So I think it's, um, I think it's also something to be respected, you know, like, all right, we love the show, but we know how good it could have been or like it it was great, but it could have been even better for these reasons. And, um, and because we know we've gotten to know the character so well, it's, you know, yeah. yeah, we have that position where we can say, mm, not so sure about that choice. Um, yeah. yeah. It's tough because I'm like, I'm not, obviously I, yeah, season two was like very, very fun to watch and uh, season one was obviously great. I'm kind of in the boat of, I don't know how necessary season two was at all. So it's like, could it have been better? Sure. But it's like, it's hard when you're trying to kind of force something that easily just didn't have to happen like mm-hmm. season one would have been i think just perfectly contained on its own mm-hmm. and again psyched it came back because i i like it but i don't know i think when you're starting kind of with the odds not in your favor plot wise it it's hard to like do that when you nailed the plot for season one you know what i mean well we did see constantine come back which we're all super excited <laughs> about. That we needed, we needed Yeah, to which was a mind blower. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> I know, I was shocked. But he was looking so handsome, so. Uh, yeah. I just feel like, when do, when do shows know that they're getting another season? Because this felt like they're like, well, we have to, like, we eventually want to see them getting together. Like, I feel mm, like if they point. knew they were having, like, let's say five seasons. Like, it seems yeah. like we could work to that. True. But I feel like they cram so much. They're like, yeah. well, people are going to want to see them, like, eventually me like yeah like i want to see more like villanelle being jealous of the ghosts mm-hmm. that whole thing more cat and mouse. that was definitely i don't know parts of that subplot were definitely way more interesting than like villanelle and eve mm-hmm. i feel like i felt like yeah. ghost added such a cool dynamic um for both eve and villanelle like separately mm-hmm. especially with villanelle so yeah i was bummed when ghost left she was such yeah. a badass yeah 
Such a bad thing. And, and that was also one of those cool moments when they like, they caught Ghost. That right. was cool. That was cool. That was a cool moment. But then it was such Sorry, a, like, I'm going to burn another movie, M. Night Shyamalan, uh, the one where they're... Oh, the Philly f- Boy. Yeah. He's probably listening. <laughs> the National Treasure. Yeah. Um, Mar, I think. What's the one? Oh, Signs. <laughs> Yeah. Like, that movie, I was like, cool, into this, love it. And then the movie ends, spoiler, if you haven't seen that, stop listening. Uh, but they just go to bed, and they wake up, and they're like, problem is solved. Turns out someone in somewhere found out they're afraid of water. They left. And that's just how the movie ends. And it's like, wait, you're not going to show us anything else? Like, I felt that's how it was with the ghost. Like, right. I feel like it was like this big buildup. We spent right. this whole time learning about these aliens. Right. And then they're like, turns out they're scared of water, and they left. And the ghost hmm. was just like I forgot about that with science. That is yeah. lame. It's real lame. <laughs> so Water? they just why didn't why weren't they carrying umbrellas? Well, they, they might not know what an umbrella is. Oh yeah. Yeah, if they, they are on a planet that doesn't have water, they're not gonna be like, excuse me. <laughs> they are an advanced civilization. Uh visiting Earth for who knows what reason. Um it's probably in the movie. Well, they, didn't, they probably didn't know what... Oh, no, you're saying they were... So they knew what water is. They, we're assuming somebody that. had to have done some... One of those aliens did some research. But that would be us, like, going to Mars, and aliens are there, and it's like, turns out they're... They don't like this weird red dust on here. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, they should have just had red dust suits. We all have them. CBS yeah. sells them. You send probes. <laughs> you send probes, collect mm. some samples... Uh, one what of the, if they got here on accident, though? Right. And you know what I mean? Like, options. they didn't mean to come they to Earth. They made a left instead of a right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or they went north instead of south or something, and then they ended up on this planet, and yeah. they're just like, oh, we thought that this was Neptune, right. where there's, like, gas and stuff, but there's So they're not. trying to ask for directions the yeah. whole time, it's and we're like, just like, ah! Water, water, water. <laughs> <laughs> they kill them? No, I'm sorry, it just looks scary, but we just, which way is south? I know. They, but don't you're know, saying they, they don't know what you're saying. All they hear is... <laughs> I will say that that one scene in Signs that just totally screwed me up, the like TV news footage where like, the uh, yeah. alien walks by for the first yeah. time. At the birthday party. That yeah. freaking... I lost it. That scared me so much. But that's like mm-hmm. the only time you see him ever. Because so I was like, scary. oh, we're fine. Oh, I think he hits one with a bat. Again. Well, then Spoiler. he's holding the, the kid at the, at the end about to use his um, uh, gas to put down the kid's throat. Um, but kid has asthma, uh, and his throat's closed up. Everything happens for a reason. Oh, I really don't remember I don't this remember that uh, at all. Wait, they had gas wrists? They had, uh, there was like a poison that came out of their, their wrists, if I remember correctly, yeah. Wait, oh, is this before he hits him with the baseball bat? It is right before he hits him with the baseball bat, yeah. Swing away, Meryl. Everything happens for a reason. Such a weird last um, words my wife would tell me. I've never seen signs, so well, I'm just so enjoying it. Oh. Yeah, but I'm not going sorry. to. So I'm just, I'm just listening. Here. It's still worth watching. I disagree. No. I don't think it's great. <laughs> not according to Whitney. It was a big deal, though, when it came out. All right. Well, um... Sorry for that science rant. No. Uh, I think it was Valid. absolutely necessary. Because, <laughs> like, I wanted to see how did Villanelle get it out? Like, how... Like, she was like, she's the devil. It's like... What'd she do? Right. I don't need to see super gory stuff. I don't need, like... That was a huge bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Especially since it was, like, Ghost was clearly so afraid of Villanelle. Like, how are you going to build up right. this relationship again and then just drop it? Right. Yeah, I think if we just uh, give another moment for any other thoughts on the show, um, I would say some things that you really enjoyed. Oh, yeah. um, some things that you really oh, enjoyed uh, and then we'll wrap up with um, second thoughts uh, season winners and losers okay. so since we're uh, saying a lot of we're being very heavily critical uh, uh, but fair 
of the show. I don't feel bad. Uh, right. Uh, I would just like to go around and just say some things that you absolutely friggin' loved about sure. season two. Mm-hmm. Whitney, did you have something? Well, so I, I know we're being critical, but I feel like I should go back and rewatch it because I also mm-hmm. watched season one for the first time, which was on Hulu, and I was able to watch like episodes back to back when possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this one, I'd watch it and then wait a week, and then I'd kind of be like, oh yeah, it's time to watch an episode. So maybe I need to binge it and. I like yeah, that's more. a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. I'll give it a second look. Yeah. But I love Villanelle. She's one of my favorite TV characters. For sure. So I could watch her and listen to her yell all day, <laughs> love her outfits. There's nothing I don't like about her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like she is who she is. Yes, she's a crazy psychopath killer, <laughs> but she knows that. And she's like, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. She's definitely like, she's an amazing anti-hero. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, not only that, she's, like, the thing that I, that I love about the show in general, it, even though it's less prominent in season two, I still really love the complexity of all the characters. Mm-hmm. I do think that, like, season two, again, kind of tried to simplify their characters a little bit, whereas season one, like, nailed the complexity. Um, but, yeah, I love that they're all flawed, and they're all this, and they're all this, and, like, a lot of strong women and really good things. So, I think, yeah, I, I still love that. I still, I think their performances are still really awesome. Um, especially Fiona Shaw. I think she's freaking just fantastic. Uh, And I loved, I did love what we got from the ghost. Um, I, ooh, what else did I, did I like love? Obviously Julian's episode. Um, Loved uh, the Gemma Gemma Nico, Gemma would be their their couple name. Um, Loved the Gemma Nico dynamic and kind Mm -hmm. of where that went. I did like Aaron Peel until we find out that he's like a psychopath. I thought I had a crush on him. (laughs) Yeah, that's why. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I I like. I thought he was. I thought he was a a good villain. I thought Raymond was a good villain too. I just don't think it was super necessary. But yeah, so those are yeah. Sorry, compliment, um, doing the But I do with, I like Aaron Peel's storyline, mm-hmm. minus the killing thing. But, like, I also feel like it was flawed with, if he has this machine or technology that mm-hmm. super knows everything, like, how does he not know anything I, about For sure, and I think we, like, talked about that, right? Mm-hmm. And it was, like, that's, like, you, what do you call it, suspended belief mm-hmm. or something? Yeah. Where it's, like, all right, that just doesn't check out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was asking a little bit too much for all of the technology that he has at his disposal. To be like, wait, I don't know this. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if he's working with on working to sell it to different governments and villains and other other people that it wouldn't come up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then how it just so happens that it's Raymond coming. It's like the, yeah. there's a there's a they tried to do a it's, little bit too much. Yeah. Hey, I said we were gonna say nice things. Sorry, I know. I know. <laughs> I, just, I, know. Like, I love that. What if it did get sold and they're calling tech support? They're like, um, hi, um, trying to find something on this guy. Uh, nothing. And he's like, oh yeah, that happens sometimes. This girl Villanelle. Well, what was her name? Not Villanelle. Billy. Oh, Billy. Billy. Yeah, should have told you this girl Billy couldn't find anything on her either. It happens. Bye, <laughs> right. thanks for calling customer right. service. Oh, sometimes there's just no information about anyone. Bye. Yeah. Like, yeah. Thanks for your money. Yeah. <laughs> I like how we're pressing a button. <laughs> that's how you. That's, that's how, how phones, phones work. work. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, and fancy businesses, because I have other other calls. Oh, waiting. they have just constant calls for sure. So many calls. Yeah. Anything to add to you? Um. Yes, one of the things I think I love the most about season two was, uh, I mean, one of my favorite scenes, and 
this is also my favorite episode that the scene was in, uh, is going uh, into the whole Villanelle-Constantine dynamic after <laughs> she shot him. Um, but when they ran to Aww, each other, yeah, that, um, was that really scene great. when she sees that he's alive oh, in the hotel. Good this scene. is a really bad hug. Yeah. <laughs> she's also wearing, is that where she's wearing those silver pants and that badass jacket? Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the best outfits, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, how could you forget? <laughs> um, but I think it was cool because we saw her really desperate. We talked about how vulnerable she was, like after you know being at the hospital and then being a hostage, essentially uh, by Julian, and then all these other things, and then she finally sees Constantine. So it was really good to see their it's very partnership. Cathartic, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So those moments were really good. Carolyn's character, I don't know, the writing for that was really amazing. Like for her, um, and Mike's brought this up several times, but it's like she came alive in a lot of things. Like she seemed just, yeah, she had some of the best lines in Mm -hmm. season two, like way better than uh, her character. So I have something to add. Gabriel's death I thought was cool. Yeah. Like Ah. super sad, but like that, it made so much sense. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, I thought it, it just added on to Villanelle's already... A psychopathic tendencies, if you will. Yeah. But it was such a nice, like, psychopathic, considerate thing right. to do. She was trying yeah. to be nice. It was, yeah, exactly. It was, like, good insight of, like, oh, she's trying to do a good thing. It's just, she, it's executed in a very awful way. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like if there were two lines or three lines with season two, I felt like we got, we got a chance to see Villanelle in different contexts and in different places and even to see her relationship with Eve and how, and even seeing her like uh, as a spy and just kind of going through different things um, and almost have a better understanding as to why she is how she is. And then with Eve, it was like, we got to see her in different contexts. And then for me, it was just like, oh, this is disappointing. Um, Whereas Villanelle, I didn't feel that way. So Mm. I think just Villanelle's development, um, even though we could have seen more about her history was the highlight. And it even plays out that way when you look at the trailer for season two. Just like her reaction to the girl trying to take a picture of her with her outfit mm-hmm. and just life. these other things. Yeah. And I don't know. Just all the fun things I feel like were bet- it kind of bounced back and forth between Villanelle and Carolyn in season right. two. So right. yeah, yeah. those were my highlights is, yeah, those two ladies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for me. <laughs> Are you okay? Uh, I would add, uh, definitely love that more self-contained Julian episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, I, actually, I guess one of the main things I liked was when were, for the most part, the parts where they were all separate, mm-hmm. where there were, uh, Villanelle and Constantine on the road. Um, and those moments where Eve was starting to get her shit together, uh, and had to focus on, on the ghost. Like, I would have preferred that this show was okay with them not coming together this mm-hmm. season and really just exploring... Because there are shows that do that, where you have almost two separate, completely separate stories right. that only very occasionally, and like the first season, for, for that matter, uh, did that. Um, uh, what else? Uh, the Yeah, I love the, the running, so as far as the moment goes, when she reaches out to Constantine. I did enjoy the tension of that um, she's in the hallway... Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of going up to the yeah. door, door moments. Oh, that was cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, disagree. Uh, I thought that was weird. It was definitely weird. Yeah, I was like, what um, are they like? Yeah, they smelling each connected? other. <laughs> yeah, uh, I enjoyed the tension of it. Um, I don't know exactly how or why it happened. Um, I don't know. Put my husband in a room. Yeah. I would not be able to be like, <laughs> yeah, check this door. Uh, yeah. I'm finding him. 
I can find you. And we talked about it before, but it was like Bill and I was behind that door, kind of wanting to say things, and Constantine, I think, was like shutting her up. Uh, so she, she might have just heard something, but it didn't come across as well as. I don't know, man. Have. I think like I believe it. I believe that like some people's energies are really just more magnetic. Sure. So like I wouldn't like. And I think they have that energy, and that's what that scene was trying to convey. But I, I bought it. I was like, oh, I, I get it. Yeah, uh, I was okay with it either way. Would yeah. I be able to do that with someone that I have a connection? <laughs> Who knows? But I, I definitely buy it with them. I'm thinking of a word on the count of three. Okay. Say it. But go three. sit in another room. <laughs> okay. Three, three two, two, one. Bart. Oh. Rick. Oh. Yeah. Well, and you fart. said you said I'm thinking of a word. That was what I was talking about. Oh yeah. Why were you thinking of a fart? I just, I didn't know if we'd both say fart at the same time. What made you think of fart just now? I don't know. It just came to mind. Wait, what did you think of? Brick. What made you think of brick? I don't know. It's just in my mind. Wait, I have one more thing to add about the the door scene. Um, Again, I know we're supposed to say nice stuff. I really love the hug, the reconnecting of Constantine, that whole thing of just like, I didn't try to kill you. And he's like, you shot me in the heart. Or like, oh. <laughs> Just yeah. like you taught me. Uh, but the whole like finding the door and being like, she's in here. I feel like, I've watched a lot of movies, like cop movies. I feel like if they're go- raiding a hotel and they're not in the one room, is there a protocol to just like start checking rooms? <laughs> yeah. For sure. Like, I don't think you'd be like, well, okay, where else could they ever go? Yeah. yeah. In a hotel. <laughs> yeah. In the yeah. hotel. I don't Check know. The For sure. Valid. Ballet. All right. We will wrap up with our second round winners and losers for season two. Cool. Ooh, okay. uh, so we'll start with winners. Who's got one? Bill and L. Bill and L. Um, Carolyn. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't cry, my uh, <laughs> I guess. I guess that'll do. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm trying to remember who I said the first time we did yeah, this. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember I, I don't remember. Uh, so I will go with Constantine. Yeah, he's That's my right. he's my runner up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, for sure. Look at him. He had a pretty good season. Not dead. Yeah, got some new clothes like Ed Hardy shit. Yeah, mine is that one like club outfit he had. <laughs> the one with like the shirt underneath. Yeah, the, like, colorful shirt. And it was with, like, I think like embroidered or something. Yeah, yeah, it was super weird. I like the little oh, sailor when he comes looks, in and though. saves her. Sailor looks are great. Scarves great. Scarves great. Scarves great. Uh, and Lazu. As a hers. <laughs> Eve. Yeah, if I'm not thinking of like the main characters, I would say Gemma. She did. But <laughs> but if it were looking at the main characters, definitely Eve. But yeah, yeah. Gemma's poor Gemma. Yeah. There's a lot of losers. I'm gonna go with Nico. Yeah. Cause I feel like he keep he gave Eve so many chances. So many chances. He was trying to make it work. He even did role play for her. I know. Oh, that was so hot. <sighs> yeah. In the uh, wine? Nico is mine. But he was as well. a dick about it afterwards. Um, he he lost, I think, more than anybody. Because, mm-hmm. uh, like, like Winnie was just saying, he gave uh, Eve multiple chances, tried different things out to try and make her happy. Ultimately, she just kept pushing him away or not not showing any interest. So he's like, "All right, fuck it. I still got to take care of myself." Mm-hmm. Found comfort in the uh, arms of Gemma. And still, that gets taken away from him. So sure. I don't think anybody in this show right now has lost more than, uh, as far as good people go, yeah, sure. uh, than, than Nico has. Yeah. I don't think they would have lasted as a couple, though. 
Absolutely. Gemma and Nico? Yeah. I truly don't think that Nico had romantic feelings for her. I think she was just like a source of comfort. Yeah. Because Eve was ignoring him all the time. For sure, yeah. But I don't know if he would like, and she's like cute and like charming, Mm -hmm. but I don't think that he really like cared for her. Like he clearly still, clearly (laughs) still loves Eve. (laughs) Wait, say that again. I don't know if he's going to love her anymore in season three though. No. We'll see. Yes. All right, uh, we will end this with a uh, a round of plugs for uh, people that have shows that they want to mention. So if you're in the Philadelphia area, be sure to come in and check these things out or go to the internets and uh, check things out. Uh, Whitney, what do you have coming up? Uh, nothing. Cool. Uh, <laughs> but you do make things. I do make stuff. Uh, so you can check me out online. You can follow me on Instagram. I make jewelry. If you're like, yay, lady power, I make some like lady shape rings and some boob rings. Not that go in your boobs, but on your finger. Uh, <laughs> that's at Anethum, A-N-E-T-H-U-M, jewelry. We will link it in the episode notes. Uh, and I don't think we've mentioned it on this podcast. I know we mentioned it on Stargrave and Med. Um, but uh, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel herself gave uh, the boobs a boob rings a shout out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you can have boobs. Two Rachel, up. Rachel Brosnan. Yes. Tia, what do you have? Um, every fourth Friday, uh, night shift at Philly Improv Theater at 8 o'clock. And then every Thursday in space with fan club at Philly mm-hmm. Improv Theater at 9 o'clock. Great. Thank yeah. you, Tia. Yeah. yeah, and we have that night shift show is this Friday, this coming Friday. Is it already right? a fourth Friday? Isn't it? The 23rd. Oh so God. Friday the 23rd at 8 o'clock. Oh, damn, that's a... Yeah, so there's that. And then um, Girl Poop will be playing at Connie's Rick Rack this Thursday. Uh, we go on around 9.30, but there are two other acts there that you should check out as well. Noise Toys and House of something oh fuck me i'm sorry <laughs> it uh, will be linked in yeah it'll be linked um and then um i'm in a fringe show called myths and monsters an improvised hero's journey tale mm-hmm. uh, and then girl mm-hmm. Boop, and then girl boop <laughs> has another show on uh tuesday september 9th it's a free show silk city or uh, no september 10th tuesday silk city at eight o'clock cool uh this is mike you can follow me on all the things at mike marbeck uh, and as far as shows... And House of thing- Ham. House of Ham. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, and as far as shows and things go, uh, as Kelly mentioned, the Fringe Festival, the Philly Fringe Festival is coming up. Uh, Philly Improv Theater has a bunch of shows in there, including Myths and Monsters. Uh, and I am directing two Halloween shows <gasps> this year. Uh, one is Not Yet Rated, an improvised horror comedy. And the other is a pretty cool sketch comedy show called uh, Nightmare on John Street. Yes! So if you're in the Philadelphia area, you know what John means. If you don't, uh, look it up. It just basically (laughs) means anything. It really means anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's going to be a really fun time. Uh, Fun writers uh, and a lot of great contributors uh, to that show. And a lot of fun things that are going to happen. So if you are a fan of horror, be sure to check out Philly Improv Theater this fall for Not Yet Rated and Improvised Horror Comedy and Nightmare on John Street. And one last time, patreon.com slash watercooler. And check out Can Peaches a Deadwood podcast, Stark Raven Med, a Game of Thrones podcast, and all the other podcasts that we do. Uh, And if you want to watch something that's not a very good show, check out... The Strain, and then listen to Bloody Sunday, as we were mentioning earlier, because it, the podcast, we had so many people writing to us and saying that they only watched the show 
for the podcast, nice. which was, was pretty awesome. great. All right. Thank you Hi, all. Uh, we'll be back with a, an episode that's going to be all about the media critiques of the show. Uh, so a bunch of think pieces, things that is- issues that uh, writers and whatnot had with the show, and we will um, do our best to defend them. Uh, we just had our <laughs> we just had our uh, opportunity to uh, air our grievances. Uh, so we'll see how that next one goes. If and we're trying... what we loved, yeah, yeah. and what we, we loved, loved a lot. for sure. All right. Uh, thank you, Whitney. Thank you, Tia. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Andrew from afar. Thank Yay. you all for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.